This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get ready to play hardball in the kingdom. Take me to the ballgame. I want to see the ants. Princess Tours, the vacation company, brings you the best show in baseball when the San Diego Chicken plays hardball with the Seattle Mariners and the Baltimore Orioles tonight in the Kingdom. What up? This is Myron, and you are listening to the Rye Bread and Mustard, a Mariners podcast, a down on the docks on the other side of the tracks, dive bar style podcast. Up and about the Seattle Mariners that you're listening to right here on the Odyssey app or hey, wherever else you're getting those podcasts from. I'm all right with that. I'm not going to judge you. And if you're checking this out on our YouTube channel, I'm going to thank you in advance for liking and subscribing. It means a lot to the podcast. We are going to be putting more and more stuff on YouTube. If you've not went over and checked out the new relaunch of the YouTube page, you should do that. We've got some good stuff. We're going to keep it coming to you. Also, if you want to be down with the rye bread, you want that street bread for rocking the rye bread, hit up at simply.cora. That's at simply.cora. You can find her on Instagram, Etsy, all kinds of places. She'll hook you on up. As we say here in the description of our show, we are a dive bar podcast. Every once in a while, we are on location at a dive bar, especially when I'm up in the Seattle area. Today, we are recording this episode on location at The Last Call, right here in, I would call this, Freelard, in between the Fremont and Ballard area, right off of Leary Way. You can't miss it. It's to the left. It's got Philadelphia Eagles, Philadelphia 76ers, and Philadelphia Phillies, and I believe Flyers, uh, what do you call those things? Flags hanging right out. This is a uh, a Philly bar, but they obviously get overtaken by the Seattle sports fans. It's a nice place, isn't it, Ninja? Oh, yeah. This is one of my favorite places to hang out at. All right. So the reason why we're doing all this uh, stalling here is there's really not a lot of good stuff to talk about with the Mariners. There's just been no action. I think we want to call it speculation. But it's hard to even Google and find Mariners linked to anything <laughs> at all. It, the only thing you, you were seeing is maybe what people want to like, I don't know, this whole narrative of picking at the bones of the Mariners. And it's like, what do you mean picking at the bones? Uh, it's been a rough off season. No it hasn't doubt. been a complete fire sale. You know, that's, so that's good. We've had a, a little mini fire sale to... Some people call it a fire sale. You say it isn't. I don't either. Um, from the outside looking in, it's we've moved on from guys in their 30s, maybe on the backside of their career, obviously on the backside of their career. And you look at Jared Kelnick and you go, 
Oh, somebody that, you know, to be fair, he's been a flop so far. Uh, He's still young. Probably do great with the Atlanta Braves, but it wasn't working out here. But there is this narrative that the Mariners are broke and they're cutting ties with anybody that is making money that isn't named Julio. Um, and that seems to be the national perspective on it uh, as well. well. The owners haven't came out and said anything to the contrary. So, you know, people are just going to keep on speculating. There hasn't been much to talk about. Uh, we could sit here and make shit up, but that's not the kind of podcast we are. I feel like the league is waiting for the the big names, you know, the big chips to fall where they're going to go so people can start filling up their rosters. Um, you have Yamamoto and you have Snell. Um, do you think once they sign, we're going to see a lot of movement? along with uh, position player Cody Bellinger, right? Would you say that's one, two, and three right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think pitching is where the Mariners are going to get their leverage from because if uh, once the top you know, two or four pitchers go off the board, that's when the trade value for Wu and Emerson Hancock and Bryce Miller is going to go up. So right now we're probably not going to get the offers because there's still some pitching out there. But once the pitching pool starts drying up, that's when you're going to start seeing – the you know trade rumors for those guys so if we sign another starting pitcher that gives us more more room to move a, a Wu or a Han- emerson hancock you know pick pick which one you want right um so as far as when we're looking here at yamamoto if you pull it up it, it's the mariners are not in in on that uh i know that everybody's talking about mariners need more pitching depth which i don't understand uh does it more veteran uh depth because we're going to make these trades i keep i keep seeing like hey the mariners need to add another starter i don't understand that but uh yamamoto if you look him up it's red Sox, it's giants it's mets it's yankees there's there's no mariner I think it's down to the Dodgers, the Yankees, and the Mets right now. If you had to, if I had to, yeah, I, I could see, seeing. I could see San Francisco. I think landing him or landing Snell. Look, they were in on Otani. There's been reports that they were near or around what the Dodgers did with the 700 million. If you go back to last year, Correa was a giant for a minute, I guess. Technically, maybe not technically. And then they were in on the judge. We thought judge was going going there. They've already made the signing, bringing over the Korean superstar and also uh, Tom Murphy. Tom Murphy. Uh, Biggest we'll sign of the year so far. <laughs> Tom Murphy, two years, $8 million, big $4 million. Mariners could not scrape up. But, hey, uh, Tom Murphy, that's who we got. uh him from was from the Giants in 2019, I believe. So um, they've obviously kept tabs on him, saw what he was doing. They're going to bring him in. But um, as far as Snell, uh, we're seeing Mets. We're seeing Giants as this is their fallback plan if they can't land Yamamoto. Uh, We haven't heard anything since Thanksgiving weekend when he was 
when he raised the flag when he raised the flag and he was at the huskies game and talking about wanting to come to seattle and saying come get me uh easier said than done this is a two-time cy young award winner one cy young in both leagues coming off a cy young year in san diego what do you think about that where do you well he's gonna i think he's gonna demand about you know 25 million a year probably and Mariners are trying to get a hometown deal for like, you know, $17 million. Who knows? It's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, Mariners need to make that happen. And uh, I think the importance is getting six, six really strong, healthy starters on your roster. And then, um, you know, having to decide where your seventh and eighth starters, which was Marco, we traded away already. And it's going to be one of our young three pitchers. But if, if that's if we were able to sign it, sign another quality starting pitcher. And the, the goal of that is to get to that six-man rotation. You know, something we should also mention here is Robbie Ray. And I would love to do an episode later, later on with a little bit more research. But what could the Mariners pitching rotation look like getting Robbie Ray in the middle of the season? You're talking about former Cy Young, former ace of the staff coming back mid-season. Uh, yeah, these uh, they say these might be back after the All Star break. And so, I'm thinking we go with a five man rotation, put some bullpen games in there up until the All Star break, and then hopefully Robbie Ray comes back and we have that true six man rotation because that all the stats and all the analytics are just improved so much when you add that that six quality starter to your team. Yeah, but. But again, the key word you said to start this whole part off was you said healthy, six healthy. But we can't put him on the healthy list yet. Nope, nope. You gotta, you know. Hopefully, it's after the All Star break. So with Snell, just one other thing uh, about Snell is you would assume he's gonna get at least what Glassnell got, right? You'd, you'd figure this guy's gonna get twenty five million or maybe even more a year. I mean, it's coming off of a Cy Young. Um, and you look over at Yamamoto, and when I'm Googling this, you're seeing words like 300 million, up to 300 million. Mariners ain't going there. So I, I think anybody that has these wild dreams of Yamamoto coming here, you're hearing it right here on the podcast. He ain't coming. I know you're probably all going, no shit. You're, you're wasting my time. I already know this. But he's not coming to Seattle. Blake Snell, it's tricky because you say – and I agree with you. Things will start moving as far as free agents and signing and getting to these other levels after Yamamoto and after Snell. But if the Mariners were to add Snell, wouldn't we? The market. I don't. I don't understand how that would work. I mean, do you feel like we just go out there and grab him in this situation, and then we hold even more leverage with the pitching? We'll have a you know, an extra pitcher that an extra quality starter, a young quality starter, you know, that we'll have available for a bat. And we, we're going to need to pick up some you know, hitting. We need to pick up at least two more bats. We've got rid of an outfielder, a Maybe third three. baseman, you know, at, at least one. Trade for one quality bat. And that's our only trade leverage right now, you know, is Bryce Miller, Wu, or Emerson Hancock. Yeah, one would be a good place to start. I'd like one before Christmas. I know we got a few days before Christmas. 
one would be nice. Uh, but as far as this pitching leverage, do you see the Mariners pitching value leverage stronger with Snell or Snell and Yamamoto sign somewhere else? And then now you'll start to see more of the bigger offers coming in for what the Mariners have right now. Yeah, if we sign Snell, that's just one big big pitcher off the market. So then people aren't going to be able to sign him, so they're going to start you know, trying to figure out how to fit it, how to finish out the rotation and add pitchers that they can. Supercross this weekend in the Kingdom, the Coorsbeer Supercross doubleheader. Get ready, Seattle, this Saturday night at 7 30 and Sunday afternoon at 2. The 1988 AMA Supercross Tour, Motorcycle Media, on an incredible dirt battleground that treats man and machine the same way. With absolutely no respect. See the best. National champion Jeff Ward, former champion Ricky Johnson. Tickets at all Ticketmaster locations, including the Bond, Tower Records, and Video, and participating Honda dealers. The Coors Beer Supercross. So just a little bit of break in the action. Uh, we were blessed by the owner of The Last Call where we were recording this episode. Brian, how's it going? Really good. How you doing, my brother? Good. Uh, so look, tell us a little bit about this bar, how to get going, and what is all the Philly stuff about? <laughs> so I'm from Philly. I lived in Seattle 17 years. Uh, but I always wanted to open an Eagles bar, especially in Seattle because there's a shitload of Philly people here. Uh, bought this bar about nine months ago. Uh, we had a nice run with the fills. Uh, absolutely brutal losing that game seven. To the D-backs still getting over it. Uh, but then we rolled right in Eagle season. It's been really, really, really awesome. And now my Flyers and Sixers are doing well, too. So uh, it's going well. It is going well. Yeah. So here... So this bar, you guys just opened this up. Yeah, nine um, months ago. But you've worked in the bar scene here in Seattle for quite a for quite, quite a while. Yeah. yeah, yeah, me and my wife, partner, life partner, business partner Andrea. We're we've been bartenders a long time. So most bartenders want to open a bar, and uh, we were lucky enough to do it. So what are the big things here? Like, what is the draw here at this place? Is it the, is it all the games you got here? Is it the kitchen? It's the bar. What, what do you, what uh, do you it turns out people love free pool and ping pong. <laughs> yeah. So, so that helps. And I don't like making change. Yeah. So, uh, it works out well for everybody. And also, you know, free parking and our prices are, are cheap and they are, you know, it's just a, when I, when I built this place out, I just wanted to make a bar that me and my friends would want to go to. And uh, and I think we did that. Definitely has that, like, that punk rock, uh, chic, garage-like feel to it that yeah. I like. Mission accomplished. It yeah. has the dive bar feel <laughs> without the dive bar smells. I got to say, this yeah. is, like, one of the cleanest uh Dive dive bars. Bars. And, and yeah. I thought you and your wife were in here. Yeah. There's some slob in the deck. I can yeah. I can vouch. They clean this place. Yeah. I mean, I love dive bars, but yeah. like I don't like being somewhere that fucking smells and it's gross yeah. and yeah. bathrooms are fucking gross. So Yeah. And yeah. you guys have quite a bit of flat screens in here. You guys are playing all the games. <laughs> yeah. No matter where you sit, you can you have a good angle at a TV. Uh, right now we got my Sixers on. Pretty good game too. Yeah, T Wolves. Yeah, uh, but we also. I mean, we love Seattle people too. Like, I can't wait for the UW game. We actually UW football ended up being a really. We get more people here for UW games than we do for Seahawks games. Wow. Yeah. 
And during the baseball season, which is the longest season, yeah. sports season you're going to have as a as a bar owner, um, what's really cool here, you're right in between Fremont and Ballard, they call it Freelard, yeah. right? So when you're going from that scene to this scene, you got the garage doors uh, right here on Leary Way. Uh, you can check out all the Mariners games here, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, certainly. I mean, I'm a, you know, it, I've been a Seahawks fan since I was a freshman in high school because mm -hmm. a Kurt Warner running back went to Penn state, got drafted by the Seahawks back when they were in the AFC. So I, you know, they were my AFC team forever and I've been here 17 years. So I, I mean, I love the Mariners and Seahawks and yeah, there's nothing like having a Mariners game on six nights a week. Yeah. And you say you've been here 17 years. So you were here for pretty much most of that playoff drought. So oh, even Jesus even Christ. as a yeah. Phillies fan, what was that moment like when the Mariners finally clinched it? Oh you? my god. Uh it was it was so great cuz I mean, we I was going all the time, you know, like uh, towards they were they were playoff games, you know, that when they finally clinched, that was just just fucking great cuz there's no, playoff baseball is unlike anything else like that when every pitch counts there there there's just nothing like playoff baseball so yeah <laughs> we're kind of we kind of know what you're talking yeah, about here and also keep in mind my fills you know I, i'm from philly so i'm very used to losing and disappointment so i i get it <laughs> yeah. yeah so you can definitely counsel the the yeah. mariners fans yeah, out just, here although i i just i I'm just, I don't know what they are doing this off season. I'm, I'm like trying to think, is there a strategy there that I'm not seeing? You know, like I get it. You're dumping some salaries. I was thinking it was to make room to, for other signings, but I, I just don't get where it's, where it's going this off. Season. It kind of reminds me of if you go to like QFC, sometimes they mark down items and yeah. you, you see the sushi and you're like, yeah, yeah well, tomorrow this might yeah. be four dollars. So exactly. Coming back tomorrow, I don't know if that's going to be the yeah, right. I, I mean, that's going to be the right the right approach. So speaking of food, uh, do you guys have a Philly uh, specialty here? Well, so we're renovating the kitchen right now, and this is the time of year to do it. You know, mm -hmm. it's it, in about three weeks we'll be open with a full kitchen and it's cheesesteaks wings you know anything you'd expect out of philly exactly right? yeah bringing no, that love here no broccoli or you know anything healthy at all well yeah well we just want to thank you for letting us do our podcast here and inviting us on down i know we've watched many games here and talked about this so it's yeah. uh thanks again and yeah. if there's anything you got to say to the uh viewers to stop on by hey we're uh, open every day, two to two. Can't be called last call and close early. No. So, you know, we're always, none of this closed on Monday shit, open till midnight on Tuesday, every day till two. Yeah. So, if, especially if you're an industry worker or city worker, you can get off late. That last call is always here to, with open arms for you. Always. All right. Thanks, man. Hey, thank you, brother. Right. Cheers. We've got guys from all over the world in our club. Veterans like Edgar Martinez really help them out. I like a double toll latte, please. I like a double toll latte, please. How about them cooks? How about them cooks? Gooey duck. Gooey duck. I took my gooey duck to Puyallup. I took my gooey duck to Puyallup. Good. The Seattle Mariners. You gotta love these guys. Yeah, sure, you betcha.
So I know that there's been a lot of talk about the Mariners pitching and what we're willing to trade for offense. So I'm just looking around the league and I Google what's going on. And I pulled up one from the twins. They don't seem like a very attractive trade um, partner to me, but I mean, they think they are for us. Um, the article is which Mariners starting pitching could the twins acquire in a trade? Um, and they have some scenarios here. Potential trade one twins receive Brian Wu Mariners receive Max Kepler and Matt Walner. Uh, potential trade two Mariners receive Jorge Polanco Emmanuel Rodriguez for Bryce Miller. The Twins would receive Bryce Miller. Potential trade three, they have Mariners receiving Edward Julian and Brooks Lee. And the Mariners, Logan Gilbert. Uh, so those are their three, three things. When I look at this last one, the most unattractive one to me is losing Logan Gilbert out of those. Uh, not knowing who Brooks Lee is or... Uh, Edward Julian, um, but uh, so let's look up who they are. Brooks sounds Lee. like sounds like an article written by the Minnesota Twins. Like, I, sure, yeah, it sounds great. They're in. I look up this Brooks Lee. He's a shortstop. He doesn't have a uniform number or any stats, so I I don't know who this. I wonder if this is a fake uh, <laughs> fake article. No, this is this is a. Uh, it's the weird speculation going on all, all over baseball with things that just make no sense. The Mariners are not getting rid of Logan Gilbert for prospects. It's not happening. We uh, want, if anything, we're giving up one of our young pitchers for a, a proven bat. So You don't like any of these trades. Let's go back no. up to the more more. – let's go up to this one. Jorge Polanco, Emmanuel Rodriguez for Bryce Miller. Yeah, get that out of here. We don't want either of those guys, and we're going to keep Bryce Miller. Okay, Brian Wu for Max Kepler and Matt Walner. Same. Same. Why, why did we get rid of the friendly contract with control over, you know, a couple guys that aren't really going to make a difference on our team? So you're just shutting this whole twins thing down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, like I said at the top, not, not, not an attractive uh, – trade partner but i'm saying this is basically this is what you're getting around the league this is examples you're getting here's some people we don't want for people we really want yeah here take our most valuable you know trade piece and we'll give you uh, this journeyman journeyman veteran or, me mediocre bat guy or brooks lee he doesn't have a jersey number it, there's no i'm on i'm on baseball reference and there's yeah. nothing there's nothing about him again we're not we're not trading logan for prospects it's not happening yeah i there's no reason for the mariners to trade any of these guys or even our potential prospects for prospects there's no reason for it right now in the window that they're in yeah i've heard much better scenarios i know that, that they may not happen but the a Rosa Reina talk, the the trade with the Reds talk, 
or Nobele Marte or Jonathan India or, you know, something like that. We're going to – the Guardians are trying to get rid of some people. They're trying to, you know, because of their TV deal. The Shane, Shane Bieber might be available. He's another one. There's so many uh, better ball players out there that, you know, as, as the season go on, our pitching trade pieces are going to become more valuable. Mr. Buner, will you play Pepper with me? I can't, son. It's against the rules. How many times have you heard that? Hi, I'm Ken Griffey Jr. When I'm not running the bases, I'm running for president. Vote for me, and I promise to erase every no pepper sign in America. Mr. Griffey, will you play pepper with me? Sure, kid. Could you help me out with some swing shapes? Oh, yeah, I guess. A shoe on every foot in a pepper game in every backyard. I think Ken Griffey is spending too much time on the field, not enough time on issues like the flat tax. No pepper? I say yes to pepper. Look, pepper was outlawed for a reason. It tears up the turf. You know how big this thing was? Look at this. Pepper man, and right under there, Korean War ends. The man don't want you to play pepper. You gonna listen to the man? If you outlaw pepper, only outlaws will play pepper. So where does the candidate stand on real issues, like the flat tax? I mean, if they're so smart in Washington, why don't they have a baseball team? Baseball without pepper is like baseball without baseballs. Hey, anyone can champion pepper. It takes a real man to champion the flat tax. It's pepper that people want. They don't care about the minimum wage, the flat tax. They want pepper, and they want it now. Pepper to the people, man. Land of the free? Why can't I play pepper? Jefferson should have said life, liberty, pepper in the pursuit of happiness, but it just didn't sound right. But that's what they meant to say. I know that. And where does this moose stand on the flat tax? So one last thing here before we close, we kind of mentioned this earlier on uh, Tom Murphy going to the Giants two years, $8 million. That's where he, we originally got him from. You were a big yeah. fan of Murphy. You have the, the Murphy bat. Uh, an in Seattle. How does this feel? Do you think this is something that the Mariners should have jumped on at this price? Or do you think it, this is, it was time to uh, part ways with him due to his It's hard inactivity. to tell, you know, I wish, Murphy could have stayed healthy last year and, you know, the year before that. I have a feeling he's going to thrive in San Francisco. He's probably going to be, you know, another bold prediction. It's like what Tom Murphy and Kelnick, National League All-Stars next year, <laughs> the way the Mariners go. I could see, like. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I know Hanno doesn't care. He was pretty critical of uh, Tom Murphy this whole time. But the biggest Tom Murphy fan we got to check in on her. If you've been listening to our podcast for a while, you know that we are good friends and uh, supporters, and they support us. Uh, Murphy's Irish Pub on 45th in the Wallingford area. Uh, we've recorded uh, some really good podcasts there. We recorded with Tom Hutler there. The owner, Shelly, big supporter of the podcast. Big Tom Murphy fan. Bats, jerseys. I'm pretty sure she named her bar after him. Anyways, let's give her a call and see what she's got to say. Hello. Shelly, we are Hello? Call- Shelly, we are calling to check your vital signs. Uh, how are you doing? I'm just so sad. It's so silly. So uh, Dang it. have you what what are we doing? Are we renovating and changing the name of the bar? What what's gonna happen? <laughs> no. All of that will stay just the same. I'll have the bat on display and the baseball, and um, I'll still wear my Murphy jersey with pride, Myron. 
<laughs> my husband just said he won't. He's dead to him. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's he's a smart man. He's he's all about the the name on the front of the jersey instead of the back, Shelly. <laughs> I suppose, yes, I suppose. <laughs> so, so speaking of Tom Murphy jerseys, how many Tom Murphy jerseys do you actually own? I have three, and I love each one of them. That's... And I think Tom Murphy has more than three Murphy shirts from the bar because I took them down to spring training and gave them to him. <laughs> that's, that's right. Well, I, I got to say, you probably are the Guinness Book world record holder of tom murphy jerseys i'm gonna have to check in on that and see if we can get you a certificate so yeah you guys do have a tom murphy bat at your bar uh it's displayed uh prominently right above the bar how did you get that bat from tom uh we had asked for a donation from um from him for our salmon for soldiers golf tournament and one of the customers won it and then gave it to me and then put it, but then we displayed it there because they knew I love Tom Murphy and Tom was always so good about when I would get in touch with him that he would donate stuff for, especially serving veterans. He loves, he loves veterans. And um, so, so that's how I got it. And it was such a nice, the Samus for Soldiers one and I won even better. Now, and now I can go beat, beat the Mariner ownership with it maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so are you going to get a San Francisco Giants Murphy jersey. And and second follow-up question, is your husband going to allow that to happen? <laughs> um, I don't know if I can do that. It is the Giants, you know, and um, even though they're not in our our side, I still don't know. Phil, if I were to get a Tom Murphy Giants jersey, would you allow that? Yeah. Maybe at the golf course, but not at the pub. <laughs> uh, that's smart. Uh, Hey Shelly, it's Ninja here. At least we're gonna still see. At least we're gonna still get to see him in spring training, right? Well, that that is true. I did not think about that. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. So I can still bring him at the newest and latest Murphy T-shirt. Yeah, I still got a chance to get my bat signed. Yeah, uh, you can yeah. check him out over in Scottsdale, which is, I gotta admit, uh, a much more, a way better social area than than uh, Peoria. Uh, yeah, that's. Now, Hanno, my regular co-host, is still trying to organize this bat burning um, and jersey burning <laughs> on the corner of Densmore and 45th. Um, what do you got to say about that? Are, are you going to be there? Are you going to be attending? It's not happening. And I bet Hanno has a secret love for Tom Murphy. He has jerseys, too. He just won't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I did not think about that. Uh, I think he sleeps in it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, the guy, if he could have played more games and been a little bit more healthy, it's a different conversation, but he'd probably been a higher price tag. The guy's a really good hitter, um, good team leader. I mean, I saw him up close and personal last year at spring training when I was covering the M's. Uh, it, it's going to be... It is kind of strange that he's gonna not going to be there in the Mariners, at least in the Mariners' dugout, cheering on the Mems. Yeah, I, that's just a bummer. I mean, I have so many videos of him and from the bullpen when he's, you know, warming up the pitcher. And I just, yeah, he's just, I don't know. I just love him. <laughs> the name's not bad either. <laughs> yeah, and uh, again, we've recorded many a show. Some of our really good, mem more memorable, I'd say greatest hit shows at Murphy's on 45th. What, let's remind some of the listeners what you guys do at Murphy's and uh, all that. Okay, so we're open seven days a week. We have um, trivia Tuesday and Thursday nights. We have live music on Friday and Saturday nights. Sometimes we have jazz. 
Jazz Brunch. Um, what the most exciting thing that's happening right now, we, we will be closed for Christmas for, so we can all be with our families. But New Year's Eve is one of the best. It's right up there with St. Patrick's Day for us because we celebrate Irish New Year. And what that means is that in Seattle, when it's 4 p.m., it's midnight in Ireland. So we do the champagne toast. We have that Irish guy plays music, live music, and it's family-friendly, all ages. So everybody, all that Irish community comes to our party, and the kids are there, and there's dancing and drinking and eating, and it's just really fun. And it's nice because it's early. So if you want to have time to go to another party afterwards for the boring U.S. New Year, you can. Um, or you can just come to us and then go home and go to bed and just, it's just the best time. So, uh, we do have another band coming in later in the evening to bring in the American New Year, like U.S. New Year. Um, but the Irish New Year is just so fun on the 31st. So you can get wrecked <laughs> nice and early, get to bed early, maybe make it to, may, maybe make it to midnight and make sure you're up and ready early for the uh, NHL Winter Classic down at T-Mobile Park with the Kraken and, and the uh, Golden Knights. I like it. I and like then there's it. also some, isn't there some football game on the first also that's kind of important? Yeah, one of the, local, no? one of the local college teams <laughs> is play, has a game at 530. Uh, so, okay, I was thinking that too. <laughs> and I'm sure you guys will be playing that there. So, uh, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So interesting. The Irish celebrate New Year's also. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. They take one second to stop drinking to acknowledge that the calendar has changed. But, uh, well, next time we're up there at Murphy's, which should be pretty soon here, we'll we'll have to have an Irish wake yeah. for... Uh, they dropped the, the potato in Dublin. Uh, we're going to have to have an Irish wake. <laughs> we'll have to have an Irish wake for Tom Murphy in the Mariners. Yeah, just, just so sad, dang it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we'll, hopefully we'll keep the thread going on, uh, the behind the scenes that people don't know. There are some spicy, uh, some spicy uh, thread conversations when it comes to Tom Murphy, Hanno, and uh, Shelly. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Yeah, and Ninja's in there too. He's just nicer. Yeah, he, is, he is. He is. He is. All right, Shelly. We will see you soon. We'll we'll be over at Murphy's. I'm sure sometime very very close in the future. All right, you guys. Merry Christmas. We'll chat soon. All right. All right, so that's our episode for today. It, look, we're here just like everybody else going like, what the fuck is going on? There you go and you look up stuff online. There's, there's, it seems like the Mariners are less and less involved in stuff. And sometimes it's a good sign. Sometimes when you're not in the headlines and, uh, you think you're out of it that you, you know we've seen it with the Yankees we've seen it with the Red Sox uh, I am I equating the Mariners to the Red Sox and Yankees organizations yes I am but um, we'll be here if something breaks uh, want to give a shout out to Brian and the last call bar here in Freelard you know the area between Fremont and Ballard in Seattle also, thank you for liking, subscribing, and all that good stuff. If you're checking this out on YouTube, hit that subscription. Also, don't be afraid to rate us. We love those five tool baseball players here on this podcast, but you know what we like more than that? Five-star reviews, so make sure to hit us with that five-star review. Anyways, like I said, we'll be back hopefully tomorrow, hopefully with some news. Hopefully, we are getting some presents to open before Christmas. 
And don't forget this Friday, December 22nd, come on out to the Admiral Pub in West Seattle. Mariners PA announcer who's been holding down that job since 1987 since Alvin Davis was playing first base and Jim Presley was playing third base and we had two catchers they were Dave Valley they were Scott Bradley he's been there pre-Griffey anyways his band High Cheese awesome band they're going to be playing it is a charity event so bring some perishable foods again that's at the Admiral December 22nd the band starts at 8.30, doors open whenever that bar opens. Go look it up. I'm not going to look it up right now. Anyways, we'll talk to you soon.